You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Montgomery County, here is Mornings with Lone Star, 904. You're listening to Conroe's FM, 104.5, 106.1, and, of course, worldwide, IRLoneStar.com. We're broadcasting live on video on Facebook and YouTube. Hope you guys enjoy it. We're uh, testing out the new software in a very simple way. <laughs> so hopefully it works. Hopefully it's not too confusing for me. Uh, good morning, everybody. This is Dick Schisler, the station manager and also the host of Morning's Lone Star. My co-host with me. Hello. Skippy. Hello. With content creation. One day you're going to get there, buddy. Content creation content. C3. Yeah, C3. Uh-huh. Another three. That's, th- that's the title and the subtitle is. Of the Woodlands. Well, you're, yeah, you're getting there. Okay. C3 Creative Content Creations. I should just become like a sponsor of my own show, and that way you'd have to get it right. That's true. That's true. Well, Is, is that part of the setup? You're just trying to yeah. get money out well, of I'm it? Just, I knew it! Uh, I do want to let folks know that we do have a special guest. We have Mark Cook of Green Zone Housing in the studio today. They do a really cool project here in the Montgomery County area where they have, uh, if I remember correctly, is it homeless veterans? And they <laughs> do the logistics of getting them together, help them build a, a livable home, in a tanker container. Yeah, a converted storage container, 40 foot long. Yeah. And, yeah. and so the veterans, Mark will talk all about it, but the veterans are, you know, pardon the pun, they're vetted thoroughly. They, you know, they need to be a part of a program, uh, usually hand in hand with like uh, uh, Camp Hope. Yeah. Or, or uh, PTSD Foundation. Uh, but it, they help build it themselves. So they have kind of sweat equity in it. And these homes have. You know, power, AC, running water, bathrooms, bedrooms. I mean, they're not, they're not um, temporary housing like a lean-to. This is something really, really good for them. They actually have a model home at Camp Hope that they had an unveiling a few months ago. It was really cool. But uh, there's been some political stuff about using containers. Yeah, I saw that. That's why uh, we, uh, I was really So he can talk about that and how it's affected Green Zone positively or otherwise and what's next on their horizon. And so that's coming up today. Yay. It's 9.07. Let's do some traffic and weather for oh. the Montgomery County area. And let's not forget while we're getting that ready is we are brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So uh, that's pretty cool, right? That is awesome. We love them for that. Well, weather-wise, it's already 84 degrees. Going to go up another 15 degrees to 99. And if you notice, I say that a lot that when I do the first morning uh, weather report. I say it's going to go up another 15 degrees. That seems to be the normal. So picture yourself at 9 o'clock, whatever it is, just to figure that another 15 degrees is going to get uh, uh, added to that. Uh, partly cloudy all day, all night, 1% chance of rain, 65% humidity. So it feels like 89 instead of 84. Uh, going to get up to 99 today. All through the week, sunny, partly cloudy, high 90s in the highs, low 70s in the lows. And Monday, uh, sorry, Tuesday, might be some thunderstorms, so that would drop the weather down a bit. Okay. 
And now I want to let people know I'm looking at the software, trying to see. How, how's it looking? It's good. I think I'm going to do titles here in a second. Cool. I just got to rearrange some things. But, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, let's do some traffic. Looking at the Montgomery County area, High 45, northbound, southbound. I'm not seeing any issues at all, actually, when you're heading into Houston today, if you are. Good luck, because you're going to run into some trouble right there at the I-10 area. Highway 69 on the east side of Montgomery County. Everything's looking good to go. All right, there you go. And that's it for that's, traffic. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Let's just play two we'll hours guys, of country. We'll, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> we'll just do two hours of country music. But yeah, no. we, got, we got Mark coming in later in the show, so we got us till then. So make sure to join in on the conversation on Facebook and our Facebook Live, YouTube Live. And we're chatting. Uh, what The one thing that we changed up is now I have more direct access to talking to people. So, because in the past I used to have to completely ignore the important areas of the radio, and then now it's right here in my face. So, if you're listening and watching, let us know, and I'll chat back. Cool. So, what's on your news bulletin these days? Oh my goodness, we have so many things uh, in the news. Uh, if if you want to, I don't know if the camera can catch it. What's but... funny is the camera thing that's white. And <clears throat> it's actually yellow. It's yellow. I use the legal pad. But yeah, we got some local, national, and international news, and I'm trying to kind of keep funny with as much of it as possible because a lot of these are so outrageous, you, you got to laugh at them. Uh, you know, nationally, in uh, Los Angeles, a uh, suburb of Costa Mesa, there's an Apple store that got ripped off. Of some robbers came in and stole $30,000 worth of equipment. And you got to ask yourself, what was that? Like two iPhones and a, and a laptop? Because 30000 is not that much. I mean, well, what's funny is how, how like, many how many vandals were there, or how many? They're like half a dozen guys, and they came in and they started tearing the. So you know, how they you, have if the... you think about it, we had half a dozen, so that's that's twelve arms, right? Mm -hmm. if I'm thinking right, and you could carry what two laptops per arm. That's think, that's easy. Just iPhones alone. Well, no, I mean, no, you can get if they have their laptops, mm -hmm. they're like three grand. Right, but an iPhone ten is a one grand. grand. But you can't, like, hold 20 of them in your arms. But you can throw, throw them in your pockets. That's true. Mm. You can put two in each pocket, so that's uh, to eight in your pants alone. In your jacket, let's say another four. That's 12 per guy. Yeah, <laughs> that could do it right there. You could have just could have just been sell uh, iPhones. That's funny. Uh, speaking of tech, though, we are kind of tech-heavy today. You know, Mark well, Zuckerberg's having a bad day. Well, no, yeah, hold on. Let's talk more about Apple, though. Okay. Uh, you know, with Apple being what they are, what do you see for their next quarter? Because they, they're announcing the new iPhone pretty soon, right? They shouldn't. They should really wait off. We just got the 10s and the Did we? 8s. Did we? Yeah, like within a year or so. But I think I always felt like the iPhone 10 was more of a test. Wasn't like, hey, this is. But like, they no, they brought out the eight at the same time. Yes, I'm saying like the ten never really was supposed to be. Really, it was more like a. They wanted to see if they could sucker people into spending a thousand bucks on a phone. Yeah, but you're still. What, how much is the eight? Like seven hundred dollars, eight hundred dollars. I, I think I paid like six hundred. So yeah, it was six seven hundred. So. But that's with a carrier. I'm talking if you're just gonna go buy the phone. Because that thousand dollar price is with buying the phone, like going to like cold turkey. Mm -hmm. I'm buying the phone. But if you're when you buy your eight, did you go through your carrier? Yeah. Oh yeah, I buy everything through the AT and T store. 
Well, t- yeah, because did you have to like, redo your contract or something? Because I think they subsidize it kind of thing where you, you save. No, the only bit. the oh, no the only or deal you, you pay get, full you, price. You pay yeah you pay full price, but you can pay it out over twenty four months. That's gross. Yeah. See, in the old days, I'm so cheap that what I would do is I'd wait for the when the new generation would come out, like the four or the four S or the five. Then the previous generation phones, especially the uh, refurbished ones, would come out for literally a penny. If you do another two, so every two years I just do that, and 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 I'd be one generation behind on the phone. Yeah, it hasn't even been one year. Yeah, and the people are gonna get burned out. It's it's we're we gonna have the iPhone twenty in my lifetime, and I, I think they hit this benchmark at a thousand bucks. I don't think, I don't believe people would be spending well, much think, more than a thousand for a phone. I think the thousand dollars really has to have that use in your life. Like if you use your phone. Because it's kind of like that's the way I was always taught about tools is mm-hmm. if you use the tool, the price becomes something that is secondary. And a sense of like if you're using it and it well, has— Well, that's where the model falls down because the differences between nothing, the— Nothing. I got a 7. My wife—I uh, got my wife an 8 because she wanted a whole bunch more memory. So, But the 10—what the 10 has that mine doesn't have besides, I think, a bigger screen is I can turn my, my face into an emoji, you know, an animated— unicorn and it can scan my eye to unlock i think that's pretty much it so that's not a tool i use my phone as a tool absolutely i don't need to turn myself into a a well and that's something that like my sister was doing gifts for her kids and she's asking about the iphones and ipods and stuff like that and i said the only time i ever like want to get i would say get a new iphone is let's see what kind of camera it has and that's what shocked me about the iPhone 10. It has the same camera as the 8. And I'm like, all right, well, what does that matter? You know, because you hit your button. Oh. Yes, I did. There we go. My bad. Way to go, dude. Thank you. But yeah, I don't know. So you're saying Mark Zuckerberg got in trouble again? He got in trouble. You know why? Why? You know how much Facebook lost in a day? Well, how, did it, how, does they, how did they determine that? The share price. Share price tumbled 20% of being traded Who on. Who announces that? Uh, it's well. It's throughout the day on the Nasdaq or okay. or the NYSE where wherever you're being traded. Uh, Facebook, I believe, is, is a Nasdaq stock. It lost twenty percent. The share value in one day lost twenty percent, which means that he lost sixteen point eight billion with a B dollars in one day. At the same time, their investment company, major investment company of Facebook, Trillium Asset Management has filed a proposal to remove Zuckerberg as chairman and CEO of Facebook because apparently he's been deemed such a liability with what's been going on with all the scandals that have been plaguing Facebook lately. Mm-hmm. And he did not help matters much sitting in front of the Senate subcommittee hearings. Is that kind saying, of stuff, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Or that thing, does that come out on like a, a scheduled time? Because I feel it's kind of odd why yesterday. Why would yesterday all of a sudden it goes, oh, hey, we're dropping the stock? <clears throat> to to have a run on a stock one way or the other, to have it soar or to nosedive, can literally just be one day of bad news. Well, what, what bad news came out yesterday? I'll have to look at what the the final straw was. Because I felt like that. I felt like if it was progressively getting worse, I get that. Because there hasn't been a good thing. Really yeah, but what about. can happen, there's a turning point where you get a little lower, a little lower, and finally uh, one day investors panic. And they're going to sell it, sell it. And that's what's going to happen with this cryptocurrency as well. You know, Bitcoin, it went from a dollar to $18,000. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's so volatile. 
But yeah, Facebook's been losing money as each new uh, scandal hits it. Because think about it. He was in front of the Senate subcommittee hearing saying, I'll get back to you. I don't know. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, has he? There's not been a no. single news, news report on well, that. He's too busy, you know, dealing with the world. Because <laughs> when the right. whole world hates you, you're in trouble. Now. He really had a good, he had a good option to be the first world chancellor. Like, he could really be that guy, but he just doesn't look, he looks like a robot. That would have been a reboot of that, what was that, the Left Behind series? You know, where you have the Antichrist yeah. walking the earth. Yeah, he would have been that. Kind of a dweeby guy. That's funny. And Twitter, uh, we were talking about this together earlier. And social media is in trouble these yeah, days, man. Yeah, shadow banning some people. Trending Republican, <clears throat> for instance. Uh, now, shadow banning, if, am I hearing this right? It's where they are lowering the visibility of certain accounts. Like how many people it can reach. Uh, so they're not banning them outright, but it's just making sure that not as many people see it. Well, it depends on the platform. I think uh, like what Twitter does is when you get, and this is something like YouTube does, and this is also something that other social media platforms do, and they also do it inadvertently through their programming. Mm -hmm. Is what it is is your your for some reason your profile won't become if I follow you and I subscribe to you or whatever for some reason I'm not getting your updates, mm -hmm. and there's an unexplained reason. But you're still able to, like, you are space, yeah, yeah, still able to. Yeah, I'm still there. To, you can search me out. But I have to search you out, and sometimes that search doesn't even work. But then again, like, what's strange about this is there's not a real clear answer because I don't think there's one guy in the behind the curtain, like, pulling a lever going, nope, well, not that person, yes, that person. Well, the excuse was, well, we, you know, we're, we do these to, to lower hate speech, et cetera. <clears throat> so it's interesting, like, the Republican Party chair— well, has been shadow banned. Well, what's strange uh, to me Donald about Trump that. Donald Trump Jr.'s spokesman has been banned, but not a single member. There are 78 members of the Progressive Caucus, which includes like Maxine Waters, who some yeah. people go out and, and do this. Not a single member of the Progressive Caucus, 78 members, has Wait, been So you, you're saying your conspiracy theory is there's a guy with a lever or a woman with a lever going, yeah. nope, yes, no, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I The weird thing about it is, is if you're basing a platform on like following or subscribing – it's strange that you have to tinker with it after the fact. Because I feel like if I'm a human being and I say follow you, just let me follow that person. Let me ha Like, why mm -hmm. is it – unless you see the account being a hateful account, then ban the account. As so, more and more social media – this happens more and more, more people are going to drop out. Well, it's weird out. that they would have to say, hey, we actually got to fine-tune the following – the follow mm -hmm. concept. I'm like, no, you don't. Like, if I follow this person, why not just send me the updates? And – YouTube, I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, I truly don't. You know, Alex Jones, he's our second favorite whack job. Yes. That's very second. You know, some days he goes to first, some days. Uh, YouTube's been removing yeah. some of his videos based on hate speech and child endangerment. Okay, I mean. Um, the, the child endangerment came from there's a video where of the guy pushing down a kid, and it says this is, uh, what, this is how to deal with liberalism. I mean, it was a stupid video, and it's yeah. dumb. But I've seen videos on YouTube that are bad. Well, bad. You have to, I mean, you have to look at that kind of stuff as a reasonable person. There's no way to control everything that goes in on YouTube unless you start doing, like, total control. Because things are going to slip through. People are going to find ways to do stuff. And, again, it's kind of one of those things where if I follow or subscribe to Alex Jones, let me see Alex Jones. But if I don't, I don't have to just randomly see him. Is you understand what I oh, mean? Oh, absolutely. So, 
And and they've done so many hurdles you go through to find to watch these people. Like they do uh, – now they have a quality filter. Now they have uh, – basically you set your account to pri- – uh, what do you call it? Like under 16 or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can't see any of that stuff. So, the, I mean, there's so many things they do for people, for user interfaces to make sure that that content isn't seen. So if you want to see that content, you have to turn all the stuff off, and then you're good. But as more and more every day we're seeing more and more, <clears throat> these videos are being pulled. These people are being shadow banned. These Facebook ads are being denied. And it is skewing towards one direction. That can't be denied. And so... That's why I say, yeah, there's someone there. There's a person or persons who are going, yeah, here's the algorithm. We, we got to get rid of that. As that happens more and more, people are going to be, more and more people are going to be dropping out. I think social media is in danger of losing a vast majority of its power that it's been enjoying. Not immediately, not today, not tomorrow, but. Well, I mean, I was thinking about enough. this the other day. You get somebody who's a high profile character like the Kardashians. Yeah. Or you're like Donald Trump, or like you know, I'm talking about people who pay attention to social media because of this person's on social media, mm-hmm. and all it takes is just them and a few few others saying, "Hey, I'm moving over to this one." Oh, absolutely. And then there you go. It, Facebook could e- easily become this generation's MySpace. Now, don't get me wrong, MySpace, Tom, who ran it, you know, he sold it for billions of dollars, you know, countless millions of dollars to someone else. He, it's not like it suddenly died on him, but. It's a shadow of what it was. No one uses it, but there will there will be others. Facebook yeah. one day will become that. It'll be I don't know. I think Facebook has some smart moves coming coming with, our way. Well, with or without Zuckerberg, that's the so question. that's what I'm saying. Like it just it comes about what the the usage of it because I think Facebook overtook LinkedIn for business yes. interaction with the public. Like LinkedIn's business to business only, but you're looking at following stars and making public statements where do you go you don't go to their websites anymore you go to faith your, mm-hmm. your social media accounts you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio we gotta take a break we'll be back we're brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning hey Montgomery County and online listeners thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Fives with Soul what? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Buys with Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy, sponsored by Conroe Coffee. We love you guys. And Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, we love you too. 924 on the dot. 
We're going to talk for a few minutes, take another break, and come back with Mark Cook at Green Zone Housing, who's going to be filling, in, in, filling us in on the latest and greatest in finding housing containers. for distressed veterans. In containers, right? Getting housing for people who need it. I feel like that tagline isn't appealing. You want to live in a container? You're right. But you'd be surprised. Well, you know, actually some people, because they also, I know Green Zone has a for-profit arm <clears throat> to build like mini houses for people. And they use the money from that to put it in the Green Zone so they could afford to build the other ones for free. So, uh, any, now, today is Ticket Stub, right? Yes. What do you, so We're giving, what away movies? Two, giving away two tickets. Cool. To the Grand Theater. Now, what movie again? You said you watched a movie the other Mama day. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Part so one. Done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go see Mamma Mia 2 by next Thursday. I'm sorry. That's not that big of a deal. I mean, I'm pretty sure my bar was set low when I saw the Emoji movie. So it can I don't think anything could be worse than the Emoji movie. I, I, I can't bring myself to do and it. And the only reason I said it is because I actually watched all of it. I can't bring myself to do it, truly. It's just so bad. That's one thing I liked is when that movie was coming out, I remember all the politics and, you know, everyone, like all the movie stars were hating Donald Trump and everything. And then they're like, this is one of those movies that, you know, gives him power to people who oppose him. You know, I think that was said. And then it was just like one big ad. And I kind of laughed at that because it had like ads for apps, basically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, guys? Like, that's a strong statement. And then you go see this movie and it's about the six cool apps that you can use on your phone. So. Product placement at its finest. Well, anything else going on before we get Mark in here? Yeah, well, we got a couple of international things that are one's funny, one is is viciously funny. Uh, so there is a family who had a house in Amsterdam that they rented out for Airbnb. Okay. And when they came back, uh, they found that it was in shambles. It was like totally messed up, like like a rock group had been there. But they found these odd white stains everywhere oh on the gosh. furniture. Where, where are we going? Where are we going well, apparently they found out because the cops have been called out that their house had been turned into a brothel in their absence. So this is like right out of, you well, know, Risky tra- Business well, Part 2. what's strange to me is like, what do you, what, I, what's the, what do you think the person's thinking doing a brothel there? Like, do you think, unless they clean it up, they go, we got away with it. But when you do that, you know you're not going to get away with it because you the information you use through Airbnb can be tracked. Assuming you give real everything, but if, if it's a brothel. I mean, it'd be it'd be pretty hard to lie about that kind of stuff when you're filling all the paperwork out and signing the, like, the mini lease and stuff. Well, I could always sign, you know, John Smith on my mini lease. Yeah, but that's, like a, a, that's another criminal act. Well, I think these people weren't really caring about how many counts were racked up against yeah. them. But, yeah, so you have the owner of this house saying that, you know, we were looking and we saw these white stains on our sofa. We couldn't figure it out until the police came and they told us exactly what we were looking at. <laughs> well, we got plenty of DNA evidence, guys. There you go. They left a lot of that behind. So, yay, well, Amsterdam. Do you, do you think that's a constant fear of folks who do Airbnb? It's got to be. now. Like, how do you prevent, prevent uh, protect yourself? You just do cameras outside? I would think so. Um, like, do you have to inform them that there's cameras inside? Yes, I, I would believe you, you would. Now, in Dallas, I had a lot of extended family come in to Dallas, and so they got a house for Airbnb where, you know, they could, and, and I visited them 
and it was nicely done. Whoever did it, you know, the owners, they had a binder with all these laminated pages. It was like, welcome to our house. Here's the Wi-Fi password. Here are the do's and don'ts. Here's the fridge. Mm -hmm. Here's where the, uh, and it was nicely done. It was almost like a hotel, upscale hotel or the old bed and breakfast kind of thing. But I'm sure there are some houses that are just like, hey, we want to make, you know, a hundred bucks. We don't care. We I mean, that's what happened at my bachelor party. That's right. Yeah, we walked in. There was Did like, you leave stains everywhere? Well, no. Yeah. Uh, no, there was – it was great. We walk in, and everything seemed – like, you know, you walk into an older home, everything seems fine. Mm-hmm. But then as we went through, like, for example, we found shoes that were, like, in bushes and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, oh, here's another sandal. And I think, I think articles of clothing we found kind of scattered throughout – it was a river house scattered throughout the place – Probably like six pieces of clothing, and it was just random. Like it was, and it, they weren't there long enough to where it was like, oh, this is crusted and everything. It's like, no, this happened in the last month or so. <laughs> like I found a pair of Ray Bans, and I found. I mean, I, it was just random. My favorite one was we're going through, and it, all, the, every door it was a sliding door, and there was two doors that had holes in it. Like someone punched them. Wow. And so I was like, hey, uh, the guy who booked, I was like, we probably need to call this guy immediately and say, hey. Just let you know, take a picture of it, and say that's what we found. But uh, Wow. So, yeah, I guess uh, there are uh, risks on both sides of an Airbnb. Talk about taking a risk. Uh, there's a German serial killer that will remain nameless because I don't want to give anyone else, even though they've died, uh, more publicity. But apparently— um, Do you think that really, like, 100% every single time you get you publicize people's names, they that influences the next person to do it? No. I was, I was thinking about that the other day. It's no. like, why do we talk about this? I mean, like, I know there's a lot of dynamics to horrible tragedies like that, but yeah, I mean, there has to be something positive from reporting this. Oh, absolutely, and I'll report the story that this serial killer accidentally killed himself. There's no, no sign of foul play. He was alone in his cell playing a little personal game, which involved atta- attaching wires, electrical wires, to his nipples and male genitalia. Uh, as, as part of his personal pleasure, and it ended up electrocuting him. Now, don't forget, folks, here's your grammar lesson of the day. Electrocution means death by uh, electrical charge. So you can't say, oh, I electrocuted myself yesterday changing a light bulb because you're still alive. So he ab- absolutely killed himself, electrocuted himself. It's one less German serial killer we need to worry about. So just be careful, people. Well, you, you, know that, you know that guard walks in and be like, well, all right, I guess uh, we got to clean this up. Now, this one, I get a grim satisfaction of this guy because this serial killer, he raped women, he killed them. You know, this is kind of a, uh, a, a savage karma thing. But I have to feel um, like, a, what's his name? Kill Bill, Kung Fu guy, uh, David Carradine, um, who unfortunately was alone in a hotel room and and ended up accidentally killing himself just to go that way to you know just to be the guy to walk in or the maid to walk in and just find that body and and well you know it's funny it's you say it like you say it like that i was watching a short documentary about japan and you know how there's always kind of reports about the loneliness the, the of the individual in japan mm-hmm. where they're not getting married they're not creating families they're having a real issue with bait and not having people not having babies and stuff well, a big issue happening was the result of that is people are dying alone in their house. And the amount of people are doing it is, like, to a scale of a lot. Yeah. 
and there were, I think they were, they were saying like in Tokyo, there's uh, every year, it's something like five to twenty thousand people die alone in their house. And think about it, and most people this, don't get it until they don't show up for work enough days. Well, or the smell yeah, this hits person, the uh, this it followed two cleaning crews, and like so, it went from like point A, like they found the body, and then point Z, where they try to find family and things like that. And they go through like they, I think there's about six different houses they show you where things happened and how they clean it up, how they get the house ready, and you know all that kind of stuff. It was pretty surreal to have that known to be a problem because they don't know their neighbors or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, well, hopefully when I go, people will know immediately. I wouldn't mind going on stage. You know, like being in, in a show. That's happened before, too. Like, it has. It's happened, actually, in one of the Thin Man movies uh, from the 1930s. An actor was... Which had, one? There's like seven of them. Yeah, I think it was the second one. He uh, First or second one, uh, there, there's a dining room table scene. He's playing the, the like the, the father of this family. He gives a speech, and then he, he does his lines, and he sends it. He says, and that's all I have to say about that, and just... Promptly killed over dead. Is it in the movie? No, they cut that part out, but they got his take of doing the the scene. Freak, he, he completed that his would scene. Freak me he out. He completed his scene and then promptly passed away. So way to go there. Yeah, that's creepy. Well, we got Mark Cook ready to join yeah, us. Let's get him in. Let's take a break and we'll come back with Mark Cook at Green Zone Housing. Because when you're standing all so near, Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Nine thirty-seven on the dot in the Lone Star Studios here with Dick and Skippy. And if you're watching us on Facebook Live, we see someone who's trying to figure out his microphone box. We got Mr. Mark Cook here with Green Zone Housing. Hey, brother. Hey, hey guys. Thanks for having me back on the show. Oh, thanks for thanks for schlepping on up and out here. Well, yeah, I always make this. What would you say? Uh, sacrifice to be with you guys. <laughs> He's slumming it with us. Yeah, but we were so we were talking about you the other day, and that you know inspired us to make make sure to reach out to get you back on here because there's been some political stuff that's been happening that would directly affect what Green Zone Housing's been doing. Green Zone Housing and TQS Home Builders, yes. Okay, cool. And we're going to talk about all that. So uh, Mark's been on the uh, 
air with us before, but for those uh, new listeners or those who, who just need a little mental nudge. Mental nudge? Mental nudge. Like, who? Is I that? like that. Who, who, who is that again? Uh, Mark Cook is the founder of Green Zone Housing, which is a nonprofit organization which specializes in providing uh, repurposing storage containers. And I talked about this earlier, the big ones, the 40-footers, into workable, usable, livable housing for distressed veterans. Correct. And then he also has a for-profit business that helps fund the nonprofit business. And so these containers, you know, they've been in the news lately because uh, I think Commerce City Council and maybe Commissioner's Court too, Montgomery County. Yes, both. Yeah. <clears throat> we're both getting in on the, oh, we can't repurpose containers. Oh, yes, we can. Because they're coming out more. They're becoming mini houses, people using them in office blocks. But finally, some resolutions were made on that, correct? Yes. Uh, Megan at the Conroe Courier wrote a pretty good article that was in the paper. Megan Monday. great lady. Yes, she has uh, been a great, great person. So I call her the Walter Cronkite of the news. She just, <laughs> at least she just displaced the facts and let you make your own decisions. You know? mm-hmm. um, I can understand Conroe's and any other city ordinance where, you know, as a homeowner and you're a homeowner as well, finally again, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm back in there. Yay. Yay. Uh, if you have a house that's quarter million dollars or whatever you don't want something sitting beside it that detracts from the value of the home and i understand that completely uh what what they've done is put a blanket on it though right now this blanket is just if you only see the piece of iron it's that's just a piece of iron but you can make them look like a house you can do the outside of them you can put up facades that make it look like your own home so it was unfair to just to say that without stipulating what it has to look like mm-hmm. now as far as the city of conroe they're they're wanting to talk and wanting presentations and we're going to give it to them for the homeless we have made a great effort outside of green zone housing even with tqs home builders to provide housing for homeless individuals for we have a unit that we built on spec for last year for remember for puerto rico mm-hmm. that we're trying to uh, subsidize to somebody that wants it it'll sleep up to 16 people if you get 16 people off the street at night if somebody wants it. Right. So uh, I I believe that Conroe is doing the right thing now. I am very pleased with their decisions and how they're how they're looking into it more. They're tabled a lot of information. They tabled a lot of decisions waiting for more information, and that's what needs to be done. Well, Mark, I know I've been kind of following it loosely just through the papers and stuff. And when, when issues like this come out, and then especially when the city council has several agendas settings on it, I mean, how big of an issue is this? Because is this something that stemmed from an individual event and basically either party A or party B were, are louder and they have the connections to get people to talk about it? Or is this something that you see as every community in the United States is going to have the same discussion at one point? That's a good question. I have no knowledge of the in, inner workings of the city council. Well, I'm not saying like the, like the inner workings. <coughs> How did it get to city yeah, council? Like that's what, because to me, when I think about. I think because of the rage, the tiny home rage. So, but like I, I've been around here, I've been driving around, and I don't really see that many containers in, as houses. No, there's not. I don't see, the only containers I see are businesses that actually sell containers. And, mm-hmm. or it's a construction company that has a container in the back. Mm-hmm. And because every time I read one of these resolutions or something from the city council, it makes it sound like just don't put a container in the front yard. 
And I'm like, I don't see anyone doing that. Well, I, don't, I wouldn't do that either. To be so, honest. yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I, I was like, I don't see I don't it. know if there's a personal issues. Uh, somebody wanted to do something, didn't do it. I can't answer that question. Well, does that make sense? Because what you guys do, from what I understand about green zone housing, which how this, like, directly affects you is you, you could – you're p- potentially telling people, hey, you can't have this plot of land and put containers on it for for personal houses because you want to help, say – you want to have like because I remember where was it? Is it in Montgomery where you have it, or where do you have the not the I won't call it resort or whatever, but it's more of a like a like he's a working community. on community green zone. Working on green zone community, but we don't have it yet. That was that, the problem. That's, that's the idea: is a community based out of all these little houses that people can stay in. I don't know if there was some thought process put into the thing like. Uh, but that's in Montgomery, right? That's Montgomery, not Montgomery County. Okay, but does the does the the, the ban does not require is not in Montgomery County, but it could have been. Yeah. When you open a when you open a door like that, open a can of worms, mm-hmm. it spreads. You know, I don't know if there was an idea that if we brought in a RV community made out of containers that it would be detrimental to the to the benefit of everybody around. You know, you have a bunch of thugs and everybody out there. I don't know if they were thinking that or. Well, Mark, you raised a really good point. What would separate? I, I guess on that basis, these containers. Because people, if you haven't seen these containers, go to greenzonehousing.com. Org. Com. Com. Sorry, dot com. Use the Facebook. It's better. You say that, and you see these pictures, you know, just the model home itself, which is half the size. It's 20 footer, but we're talking, there's paint. There's a roof. There's window sills. There's doors. This is, there air are windows. There's air conditioning. No, I'll live not, in it. I have no problem. Right. This is like a mini house. This is as beautiful as what it is. And it's a lot better looking than a lot of RVs I see out there. So I'm driving, I'll see an RV settlement as it were you go down gosling yeah uh, even sawdust road uh you know right on the right where the woodlands is or off of grogan's mill there's an rv and a lot of them are really bad condition but no I mean, one there's bats an rv an park on fraser right here yeah Most, no no one bats an eye and i'm talking you, you can have an rv park where it's like uh you're visiting but you also have like your settlement where the same rv's been there for or mobile home now, there, i think there's a there's a distinguishing between an rv and a, a camp rv Right, but or the mobile homes, you know, you know, yeah. there there's some like mobile home things, and they're rundown or whatever. But no one bats an eye. But God forbid we put up a container that's in much better condition. Well, what's, what's interesting about this too is there was a, I think about a year ago, there was a case like this in Houston, because this independent contractor was buying up cheap property in, I would say, poorer areas of Houston, and he was building container homes. But he was building them with uh, with covers. Yeah. So if you're driving, you wouldn't know that's a container home mm-hmm. because he basically put up a, a thing facade, of, a facade around, around it. it. Yeah. And uh, it, it became an issue because people were claiming it's gentrifying the neighborhood because they're inexpensive homes. And his argument was like, he goes, my, he goes, if you start building these and people seeing in this community that it's not expensive to get a better home than they currently are living in, it was not that kind of the goal of somebody who lives in a you know, crap houses. Well, that's that's one of the major goals that we have right now. At TQS Container Homes, we're even thinking about there's a way to solve. We, we're very involved in the homeless situation right now. Mm-hmm. And that stems from Green Zone Housing for veterans. But if you think about it, there's a way to solve it logically. And you're not going to help everybody, but only the ones that want to be helped. Think about it, Sean. If you created a business out of it, you want a home? Come build it. Wouldn't that 
start an industry by which you take your homeless and you're giving them jobs and you're and you're and you're providing homes. You're teaching them skills. Blah blah blah. It's the green zone. Pl- uh, yeah. Purpose in life. It's the green zone thought process. It's the green zone program, but on, based on a civilian lifestyle. People want to help themselves. You just got to give them the opportunity. Those that don't are still going to live under a bridge. It doesn't really matter. But those that want to help themselves, they could. You could. You could probably help fifty to sixty percent of the homeless people by offering them a job and an opportunity to make a a statement in their own lives, building their own homes. And the only thing it would take is a concession by the cities or whatever else, or the areas. Think about it for a second. How many tax delinquent properties are there in Conroe? How uh, many are owned by three hundred and twelve? That's my guess. I Did, don't know. I have no idea. Say fourteen. Okay, I'll say sixteen. I'll say three hundred thirteen. Uh, I knew, yeah, you, you're that you're that guy on Price is Right yeah. that just outbids the guy by a dollar. Yeah. I know you. But people don't want to be in the homeless business because once they take responsibility for it, the insurance programs are high on it. Mm-hmm. But if you look right down the road here, people are sleeping on doorsteps in Conroe. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I know downtown. You could, it's it's very visible. Yeah, why not take a piece of property that the city of Conroe or the city of whoever, whoever, that's not. Pick on Conroe. Well, I, <laughs> and and use you utilize that property for a couple of containers that'll sleep sixteen or seventeen people and get them off the streets at night safely. And we're not talking about like one of these San Francisco tent cities where there's just uh, people come in and trash it and needles and make them work cardboard for it. boxes. Make them work for it. Their uh, room and board is to keep up the property. Their room and board is to maintain programs. And that's the difference. I think that's what would make this work better than the San Francisco where they flood in and all this money spent on just to give them basically a big field. And, and here you up, go. Here you go. That $10 and, the $10 bill rule again. How many times have we said that, Sean? Right. And we, and we talked about, you know, like when Katrina hit, all these people just got $5,000 Visa gift cards going, here, the, go get yourself a new house with that. No. 55 inch. Color TV. Yeah, a lot of TVs and a lot of uh, high-end it's cars. Helping the economy, guys. Hmm? Yeah. Well, now, Mark, let's talk about the economy real quick because I feel like for the last several years, there's been kind of a uh, the economy has not been as good. There was also a sense of let's get more people on welfare, on food stamps. It's not going to get. You're, you're, you're going to get me into <clears throat> political discussion here. Is that what you want? Well, you know, the previous president said it doesn't get. This is as good as it's going to get. No, it's not. And now we're in a situation where there are literally more jobs available than people looking at. But now, but these aren't high-end, white-collar, necktie jobs necessarily. But these are jobs that can help people that they can't afford inexpensive housing for the first time. Instead of just having something given to them that's of poor quality, could the economy actually be helping some of these people now? Saying, okay, listen, I, I could afford one of these uh, TQS houses or or green zone. That is one of the boy. That's a good point. And I tell you something. I've been busting my derriere trying to find a way. Let's take for example a, a man and a wife that have got a child and they're living in an apartment. What's the average apartment? Seven ninety five to eleven hundred dollars a month, depending on where you. <laughs> not in the woodlands. <laughs> yeah, well, like well, come out this area. Yes. Come out to <clears throat> Madisonville. In the Close. woodlands, is it's not under two thousand okay. a month. What if you could buy a piece of property? like you do in a mobile home, right? But you could buy and build your own TQS home and only have to spend about $500 a month and, you got, and you're paying for your own property and your own house. Our homes are so inexpensive depending upon what you want. They average from twenty-four dollars to 100000 depending on how you want it decked out. 
But if you could get a normal person, a normal average income person who's working two jobs, instead of paying rent, you could be paying for your own property if you could get somebody to finance it. But nobody wants to finance these because they're not a proven product. You know, you can find hard money for them for 8.99%, which is cheaper than buying a pleasure craft at 13 to 14%. Mm-hmm. But you got to have 680 to 700 credit to make it happen. A trailer house you can get for 11 and a half, 12%, right? Why not build something? Why not buy something? And if a tree falls on it, the tree's going to get dented. <laughs> yeah, right. Not the trailer house. Yeah, if a tornado comes ripping through uh, a green zone housing project, this tornado is going to get in trouble. Yeah, it's in trouble. You, you think about it. That little display unit. you remember our display unit? Oh, I right? love that display unit. Okay, it's still down there at Backwoods. It got four foot of water in it. What did we do to it? We swept it out. Painted it up again, and it didn't even leave. It didn't move. Four foot of water, running well, water. I mean, I think there's two conversations going on where there's the personal side of would you live in a container home, but then there's also the homeless solution point, yeah. in a sense. So, I mean, I get why people want to live in one of these homes. Like, that's why something I even proposed to my fiance about, you know. We, Can I build it for you? Well, that's something that we propose. <laughs> I go, hey, we got a track, we have a plan, and your plan is to own a home. Our plan is to own a home. I go, if we did this option— We'd own it a lot sooner, and then we'd be on another. We'd be able to do our next step. And I even made a joke that you can plan out multiple container home like divisions of the house. Of so course, for phase one would be our you know our main things we need, and then if we want to have kids, that'd be phase two, right. and then phase three would be oh let's have like he, he took that I mean, out he took that he took that he took that out of the green zone ha- green yeah, zone house yeah it's just the habitat like like the hamster thing you just keep on adding to it yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just plan it out and then I mean the only thing I saw. Uh, negative on these things is the lack of it's, it's similar to like buying a foreign car and trying to find a mechanic for it like because there's only so many people that would know how to do it right that know how to do container homes right because that's something that is scary for a person who wants to buy a house is like hopefully it's built right and right. I'm it's not very simple it's very simple well Perfect. I know it's simple but it's also uh, if you ask the average person who does you know normal homes 24 7 it's like hey can you build me a container well I have an idea of it I have an idea. I can I can figure it out. I'm like, well, I don't want you to figure it out. I want to be able to do it right. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the only thing I'd be worried about. But then again, you know, assets like you or something in this community, it's not hard to find it somewhere because someone is already doing it in the area. Well, and well, also when you open that Because you, you can go online and you can order the them and they deliver con- them. Right, yeah. they deliver them. Yeah. And the existing contractors, once this becomes more established, they can come out. It's 9.52 if you want to take a break and come back to Mark Cook because, uh, Dick, you raised a great point about uh, there being two different conversations, and I want to follow that up. All right, yeah. I'm always Did right. I'll do that? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just wa- I just want to make sure if you know our audience is like, what's going on here? What are we talking about? Yeah. There's so, so much to discuss already. Yeah, you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on IRLoneStar.com worldwide. Download the Lone Star Internet Radio app today, actually. You can have us on your phone. And then Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite Chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your Chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m.
Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com slash MWLS. Hanging out in the studio downtown. Conroe, Texas live, live, live on Facebook and YouTube. And Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Welcome back. 957. Hanging out with Skippy. Hello. My co-host. And then Mark Cook with Green Zone Housing. Talking about container homes. And I know uh, locally there's been a lot of news about what we're going to do. What, what was the final takeaway from all that? process what what because you said you were happy and i was like man mark's never happy this is weird and so <laughs> there, there has been happiness so what what is it as it stands right now with container home containers not container homes just containers in general in the conroe area to be honest with you i don't know i think that uh i would get fined if i put a container in my front yard there there's been ta- they, they tabled a lot of that information okay they tabled it because there was not enough information for them to make a wise decision because, like, every time, like I said, I read something about this, I go, man, someone must have pissed somebody off. Because well, there's this thing, most HOA will restrict that. restrictions so won't let you do it anyway, it so it's kind of, it doesn't scenario. need to be a city ordinance. Well, if you build a ground up from the backyard, yeah, as long as it looks like the facade of your house, you can do it, right? Mo- yeah, most, most HOAs, yeah. So why not take a container, use yeah. that as your base, and then facade it yeah. like the house? Mm-hmm. So what you're doing in that sen- in that situation is, you're outlawing the ability to put the container back there to facade it. That's oh, so what, that's what they're saying. Like, you can't put it anywhere on the property. Like, there cannot be a container located anywhere on a private on the. Well, if as long as it's the HOAs are saying that if it doesn't look like the house, if it detracts from the house, yeah. you can't do it. So if you put a container out there that you see on the most people have this this idea that they look exactly like they look on the yeah, it's like on a train or freight train or something. Yeah, and that's that not over. what it is. We got to put some pictures up of the. Uh, well, no, the the, I we I did a little research. And they can get ridiculous. Oh, you, you like six hundred thousand. Well, my favorite ones. Dollars. My favorite ones when they like completely remove one of the walls and just do glass. Oh yeah, that's cool. And like you can do really weird homes like that mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, this is. Oh, from you the stand f- them up on in and make a, make stairs out of it. Yeah, and like they, this they, looks they, like it's from the future. That's what it looks like. Your engineering programs are. You can do anything you want to do. Yeah, you know, we can post a picture of the uh, exhibit home that Mark put together with his team because it was a fireworks stand once upon a time, wasn't it? And Coach's fireworks gave us that it was fixed to be thrown away. Yeah. Right. So this container is going to be thrown away. I mean, just totally landfilled. You have a bunch of pictures of that still. I, I do. And we're, we're so why were they them. throwing it away? Because there's, there's no use in it to them anymore. They didn't. They weren't doing fireworks anymore. No, they would just got to the point where it had holes in it and stuff like that. That it was not so, feasible. So how do you live in a container that has holes? You fix the holes. Fix the holes. <laughs> so it's just simple welding. Simple welding. Yeah. Is the re, it's repurposing it, and that, that's now. The whole do you thing. think technology in the future with doing homes like this, you can make it better? Because it isn't as simple as, hey, I bought a container, I'm just going to put up some plywood. You don't do that. No. 
So you can do that. But like, is there drainage? Out. Is there drainage in it? Like, how... I got full bathrooms, full sinks, flushing toilets, air conditioning. Well, I know that. I mean, like, do you get to create the drainage because they, they don't come equipped? Well, yeah, you just the whole idea of a container is supposed to be sealed tight. From what I understand, well, you like, don't well, you don't want to drill holes in the roof, but you can so, put it in the floor and drain it out the bottom. You know, so, okay. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of options, and you just have to have the right builder to do you it. You just got to have the insight or the uh, uh, imagination. Well, the, and I think it's a lot of it's the stigma. You know, Dick, I think you were wondering what like the the negatives, the downsides are, and besides practicality, and it is a burgeoning industry that you know people have the stigma. Well, how much cheaper is it though? Because huh. I, I imagine at one point it becomes the same. We got units. Uh, well, because I get the veteran ones because that limits the cost and li limits the upkeep. And it also prolongs the building because that's the whole idea of a container is to survive the elements. But when you get to the point where I'm just some rich dude wanting to, I can put a hundred grand inside of a container, basically. You can do that. Put marble countertops, whatever you want to put. You've got. We're building a unit right now that is a deer camp. For one gentleman who's uh, got no legs, one gentleman who's got one leg, and a regular guy. It's just sleeping quarters with air conditions. So we extended the walls. We put a 46, I think JR said 48-inch tub in it, walk-in shower. And that's not, not one container. That's one container. That's really close. Yeah, it, but it's like a dorm room or something or the studio apartment where you just get used to it. I mean, think about it. The, these containers are as big as your average New York Manhattan apartment for yeah and we built this for this gentleman for uh, 23,000 I believe it's got solid wall woods it's got vanity it's got the shower it's got hot water it's got toilet it's got the only thing it doesn't have is because of room is a washer and dryer but they can put that outside but it's just a sleeping container we've got another one that's another deer camp that was specially made it's got four four Murphy beds in it plus a full shower full bathroom but have y'all built an actual level, like living home that's not one container? No, but we want to. Okay. And th th that's really easy to do just because you just need a little bit of welding apparatus. You made a comment about we drew up some plans for some people that want to create a community. And there's a community that we're maybe starting here on 1314. It's one and a half acres for abused women. Uh, but you take one container. 40 footer and then you put a 20 footer directly beside it and then you cut out 20 foot of that mm -hmm. put the kitchen in that one and then, or whatever you want bedrooms to. yeah and the plans that we got for them are really cool put sliding glass doors and i mean we can do these for 35 36 thousand dollars where you can your a brand new ford truck costs 55 yeah so you got a home for a lot less money but yeah you can do anything you want we always say that just let your imagination run wild, and, and what can you do? I mean, what? I've seen I've seen them where people build half the house out of a normal thing, and then half the house out of the uh, container. You could also have an extension. Yeah, yeah, a container is just four walls. It's just a frame. Yeah. That's all it really is. It's 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 the outer part of a house that you've already that you have to build from the ground up. It's just made out of metal. Just so, what do you see moving on to the more local news aspect of? the container stuff, what do you see being the result of the city council? And then also like taking that as what's the rest of the country going to do about it? Cause I don't see, I really don't understand why this is an issue, but then again, I think the city, I think the city council is going to say, yeah, build what you want to build. Because if you, 
even for your HOA restrictions or whatever, as long yeah. as it meets the, meets the recommendations of your HOA and it doesn't de- detect detour from the house you're building, your house you have, or it's not bringing down property values, why can't you have that as your frame for your house? Yeah. Because you're talking, because like, the other side of it, you're talking about doing a community with it where it's very basic containers. There's not actually a facade going up, so it literally will look like random containers throughout the community, which I don't see a problem with. I mean, I guess aesthetically there might be one person who's upset, but then again, how is that any different from, like, say, a mobile home community? It's zero, zero difference. You put up a hedge, there you go. That's it, or a six-foot fence or an eight-foot fence, whatever you need to have. So y'all are currently trying to get that done where there is going to be a plot of land in Montgomery County somewhere where you can put homes that are built by veterans or homeless veterans, and they can live in the community, live in those homes for as long as they want. Not the 16-bed homes, but it's more of an individual. Individual containers yeah. per each person, yes. They can reconnect with their families, and if they want to cycle out, cycle out. They still own that, that home. That home is theirs. It's a $20,000 gift. Yeah, what Mark does is he actually gives them the home. It's like Well, they earn it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's like the keys, or here are your keys. It belongs to you. So the only thing you don't own is the land that you're sitting at. But we're going to give you the land, and you'll pay for the land out of what you can afford. Let's say you made $100 a month on your disability. Well, you're going to have have skin in the game. I might take 10 of it. But you're going to pay something. Yeah. Whether you got to do pay or you're going to work. But no, but nothing's free. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's all I want is an opportunity anyway. But if you take that, that, that what I just said, why not do that with the general homeless that's non? Well, I think I think the container the container idea is uh, you're talking a little separate than just a container. You're talking about a whole philosophy on how a to philosophy is what the containers are all about so, for us. Yeah, because one thing that's a positive about it too is it's mobile. You can make them to where they're mobile in a sense of, oh hey, we want to move it out of here. We want to move it up. Forty foot low boy comes in, sucks it yeah. up, and it's done. Because they're hooked up just like a just like an RV, you know. You take a water hose, or you can hardwire it. Yeah, the exhibit home's gone all over town. Uh, that thing's been everywhere. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to reconstruct that and make it into my deer camp. I think <laughs> I might live in it. <laughs> but uh, Dick, you're talking about the philosophy, and that's part of the aspect of this. That this isn't something where they build a home and they go find a veteran. Hey, here, maybe you'll sober it, maybe not. No, they are part of the building process, and that helps. And that's what I'm thinking. And in general, with like the the economy, more and more people are saying, now we can have a job. I have a little bit of money. I can't afford a big house, but I have something. Well, here, how about one of these houses? Can you imagine what it would be like if you could own for less than $700 a month instead of renting every day? What's your market oh. would be? God, I'd give my left arm for that. Again. That's what I'm trying to accomplish, if I can just find somebody. Well, I, think that's a, I was listening to a guy, and that was the philosophy that he thinks the United States is missing out in the education system where – you know, it's the savings and spending program that each individual needs to be taught. And he said, the you know, today's he generalized that today's children are learning just to be in debt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I, I don't agree with that. I think that even the older folks like me now are. I, I have a nice house in, in Elkins Lake, but me personally, I live in two rooms. Why do I need that big place? It's minimal for me. Oh, my fiance will never go for that. Yeah, but it's <laughs> for minimal. now. It's I'll minimal. convince her. I said when the apocalypse is here. At least we have a bunker. Yeah, well, I, I, one of these days. That's have wanted. you have you seen anybody bury these before? We talked about that on another I show. How I, that would, I wonder how that it would. It doesn't work well because they're square. You need a cylindrical. 
to keep your your footprint down. Uh, but well, it I mean, more of like building a basement. Oh, that'd be great. But you could do that. Oh you yeah, could build a basement oh, yeah, oh, with yeah. a container. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You can build a bug out shelter out of it. And I've so I've great. often thought that one of the little gidgets that I'd like to well this is Chris, such a, you, this is such a guy thing. Sean, Sean am I right about this? <laughs> Sean like, smiled at me going here, here goes Mark on a on a tangent. Well, no, this is such a like if you think about the container concept, it's such a guy thing. It's like what do I need all these rooms for? I just need a bathroom and a and a kitchen. It can all be in the same room. I need yeah. a, I mean, it's such a guy I need way a sofa of thinking or a recliner it. long enough that I can stretch out on a TV. A place for my dog to walk. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, something to flush. And uh, there you go. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a friend who owns, no who, who's on a couple <laughs> acres, and he was thinking that for his office, he just was just going to get a container and put it in the backyard. We have a lot of people that do that. Uh, we, matter of fact, I've got to meet with the gentleman today that his, his, he's in a rush for it. He's, he's decided that he wants a container with a 15-foot in office and the rest is storage. Uh, there's, that is a big thing right now because you can move them from job site to job site. And you can bring all your tools and all your uh, equipment with you and all your storage. So, yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that's in uh, Baycliff that, that came down and talked to us. He well, wants to put up. Do you? Sorry. He wants to put them up for uh, bed and breakfasts. Do you think this is going to be something that the mobile home manufacturers are seeing as a threat? They don't like us. Yeah. Mostly because for five years, I've owned fifth wheels, nice fifth wheels, paid fifty, sixty thousand dollars for. Do not get me wrong; they're very, very nice. But the deterioration of those things over time is pretty quick because it's fiberglass and wood. Yeah. Nice metal. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's the benefit of doing something like in a container is... Uh, and your upkeep, upkeep is, is... Upkeep is taking a little piece of paint and, and, and doing that, you know, because it's already rust-proofed and everything else. Just keep paint on it and it doesn't rust. And if you want to get fancy, put a little tin roof on it. You, know, it, you can really do whatever you want. Yeah, it's fun. Tin roof. Rusted. Yeah. Well, they did a... Going back to Green Zone, if you don't mind me throwing a plug Not in. Not at all. Channel 13 came out and did a show on us. It's going to be airing this Saturday at 10 o'clock. Channel 13, Miss Lori came out and did it with uh, me and J.R. Harris and uh, Adam Colette from Adam's Best Control and uh, Scott Hovan from Triton Energy Services. And if you guys get a chance, you see a little bit about Green Zone on TV. And I know you hear my voice a lot, but you can actually see my face, and God help you if you do that. <laughs> but uh, please tune in and get a little information about Green Zone and what we're trying to do. But as we all know, it, it it cues into TQS because now we can address not only veteran homelessness, but civilian homelessness as well. And we're trying to address the city councils around. As a matter of fact, one of the ladies on the city council wants to meet with us and have information given to her about what we can do. But you know, the cities don't want to run a homeless shelter. They just don't want to do it mm-hmm. because... They want the nonprofits and they want the government to do it and subsidize it simply because it costs so much. Not only the cost, but the insurance alone. Because once you take them into your property, you're responsible for them. And you know how sue happy people are. So I can't blame any city for not wanting to do that. Houston buses them out and sends them to Conroe and and, uh, Woodlands area. They don't have... No desire. And they disappear in the Woodlands area. Yeah. That's my, I don't know what they do. <laughs> they ended up at Sean's house. So. 
I'm well fed and we'll just keep it like that. <laughs> a little soiling green action. Mark, people want to uh, find out more. Where do they go? Two places. Uh, website, of course, is greenzonehousing.com. On Facebook, Green Zone Housing. Of course, everybody knows that. And also TQS Container Home Builders on Facebook. Check out those three places. On TQS Container Home Builders, we have updated pictures on everything we do. I try to keep updated on that every day. I'm not very good at it, but <laughs> I try. Uh, they can call us. They can call me. Cool. So hit him. Hit Mark Cook up. Awesome guy. Hit, go to greenzonehousing.com or look up Greenzone Housing or TQS. Container Home Builders. Container. Yeah, if you start typing TQS Container. You should be able to find the Facebook. You bet. should be up there somewhere. Awesome. Mark, thanks so much for being in here, man. Guys, as always, thank you for letting me come and spout off my limited wisdoms. <laughs> 10, 13, we'll be back. Do you want to know what's going on in Conroe? Tune in to Keeping Up With Conroe. Keeping Up With Conroe will highlight upcoming events, and local businesses in the area. Keeping Up with Conroe will air the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. and will be hosted by the Conroe CVB staff. Keeping Up with Conroe will highlight Conroe's amazing attractions for residents and visitors. So tune in to Keeping Up with Conroe and join the staff of the Conroe CVB every month on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information about Keeping Up with Conroe and the Conroe CVB, go to visitconroe.com. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Fives with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vice with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in 
old school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Ten eighteen on the dot at Morning Lone Star Studios with Dick and Skippy. I'm Skippy. He's still look. Well, hold on. Yep. Yeah, he's still hey, Dick. Hey, hey. We've been talking with Mark Cook, Green Zone Housing. Awesome guy. Awesome philosophy. Awesome organization. Check him out. Go to Green so Zone. Awesome. Ha- it's awesome. Oh my God. Uh, totes adorbs. Go to GreenZoneHousing.com. Find out how you can help. 87 degrees outside. Gonna get a bit more 99. But it looks like we're looks like the days of breaking 100 are behind us right now. And I know people are going, oh, this is proof of global warming. May I point out that the actual record of uh, heat for this this week was set in the 1960s. So there are hot days in the summer and cold days in the winter. There you go. Got some local news going on. Yes, please let me know. Okay. So you know the Woodlands, that little township. Just south of here, <clears throat> they are. Uh, you can sign up to be put on the ballot for township director. You know, there's a board of directors. The Woodlands is an unincorporated, unannexed township, and so uh, their board of directors. The election day will be the same day as everyone else, November the sixth. You can register as a uh, to be uh, put on the ballot. The deadline is August 20th at 5 p.m. Uh, if you want to be in consideration for a Woodlands Township director, you have to be 18 years old by the time uh, you you register. Six-month uh, resident of the Woodlands, minimum. A U.S. citizen and a resident of Texas for at least the last 12 months. If you have diagnosed mental incompetence or a felony on your record, Unfortunately, yeah, you're, you're, you're out of luck on that one. Can't be in there. Uh, if you want to be a writing candidate, you have till August 24th, 5 p.m. to let your wishes be known on that. Uh, and if you, when it comes time for voting, this is not only for Woodlands Township, but just voting in general. The last day to register to vote for the November election is October 9th. And early voting is going to be from October 22nd through November the 2nd. So lots more voting coming up. Are you, are you going to run for anything? No. You're not gonna... I ran for a, a HOA director one time for my neighborhood, and I was all I had to do was just fill out the letter of my intent, and <laughs> I got one vote, me, and I ran unopposed. So there you go. That's uh, easy. Yeah, right? HOAs are pretty funny, though. Yeah, so yeah. it was not quite public office, but, you know, it was my first election outside of, you know, college. And uh, here's some, uh, this is kind of good news or bad news wrapped in good news. Uh, There are a couple of uh, shelters for for, uh, women and teens called Care Cottage. There's Care Cottage North and Care Cottage South. 
and Care Cottage North apparently had some administrative issues, and I'm saying, I'm choosing my words very carefully, where it's finally been closed down by CPS, and the administrators have been arrested on abuse charges. This is up in Willis. Now, the Care Cottage South remains open because apparently it's under different administration and, is you know, things are going as they should there. But Care Cottage North, I was kind of reading a list of the charges against these administrators, and I'm just, I'm staggered. Uh, I'm glad this place has been shut down. <clears throat> I'm sorry that it had to be shut down. But um, you read the Conroe Courier for information on that. But Care Cottage North, bye-bye. Care Cottage South, you know how to do it right. Keep doing it right. And finally, um, this is kind of a sign of the time. So different uh, Montgomery County law enforcement agencies got together at Splendora High School recently. They had an active shooter. Um, not Sorry, I'm stopping at the wrong word. Not an active shooter. <clears throat> they had an active shooter, uh, a, a, a disaster response exercise yeah you could have said they had to add, <clears throat> add an exercise i know i i, I chose my words very go. poorly there where students and teachers and members of the public and law enforcement all work together <clears throat> to make it as real as possible and it's a sad state of uh state of affairs when that's there but think about a lot of buildings do that a lot of fire departments and and law enforcement do these drills where they try to make it as real as possible so but apparently it was amazingly successful so uh, good luck to all of them. And finally, we've got some events happening. Mm -hmm. uh, no no theatrical productions this weekend at either the Crichton and the Owen. But coming up on August 11th, we do have the Tribute to Conroe Music Fest, and we got tickets for that. We'll just give them to you randomly. If you want any, give us a call. Yeah. Also on the 11th, we have the Monty Awards happening at the Crichton Theater. And then Dick will be one of the real men of Montgomery County. Remind us about that. That is in two weeks. <laughs> And what are you going to do? And it's benefiting Education for Tomorrow's Alliance, and I'm going to be dressing up as a superhero and modeling that. You know, I kind of – I was looking at costumes because mm -hmm. I realized you can do – I mean, people can spend a lot of money on costumes, but then I go, well, how ridiculous would it be if I just got a Thor costume for like 50 bucks? But everyone's going to be Thor. You need to be what you were going to be. But no, one know, no one knows who Johnny Quest no, is. No, those who, those who count will know. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to do that. That's awesome. So that's the local but, news. Yeah, that's going to be happening with the the Lake Conroe Conroe Chamber of Commerce. So, yeah. Cool. Got some national news we can go into after the break. I don't okay. Wanna, I don't want to give all, everything away for the break, but it is 10:24 on the dot. Yeah. What you, you got? Any any headlines? Well, I you know movies are coming out. The new uh, Mission Impossible movie is coming out either tonight or tomorrow. Advance Buzz is and really positive on it. Yeah, it's been uh, I for some reason I thought this movie came out last year, and I think they got, no, that was the Mummy. <laughs> well, no, I think because like he broke his ankle. Yeah, he broke his ankle so filming think, this. Yeah, so I think that's what the delay. Was. I don't know why I was thinking the movie's already out, and mm -hmm. like, I was like, man, they made a new one faster than usual. I think what or what's, what's happening with me in my timeline of movies is I don't go to the theater. At, near enough as in like i don't pay attention to it okay i always watch my stuff on on the computer at home so it's like when i think of a new release like for example the infinity war avengers movie like i don't really know if that movie came out i know i was talked about but i haven't seen it yet but i'm mm -hmm. probably not going to see it until it's released at home and i was like you know it kind of screws with my timeline because i always now i'm merging all this stuff together 
uh, especially with like the mission how many mission impossible movies are there i think this is the fifth one so yeah and i have no idea that when the first one came out like i want to say 1999 uh i'll have a look i think around that time frame maybe um a little earlier because that was the brian de palma one that was just lacking on many levels i thought it was good uh the john woo one number two i i loved uh, very much. And I like the third one, the J.J. Abrams one. Then yeah. there were two after that. Uh, 1996 was the first one. Okay. I like that one. What was wrong? That was more of a thriller than a... Yeah. My issue with it, and John uh, 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 oh, Peter Graves actually had a big issue with it as well, yeah, where the we long-term big good guy Behind ended up being a bad guy. Yeah. Well, no. It was, it was they made the good guy... From you know decades of of Jim Phelps being the good guy, or are they rebranding it? Yeah, but just, it's like rebranding Star Trek and then making Spock a Romulan spy. Yeah, you don't know. You, you don't redefine the character so radically to fit your personal agenda on that. Uh, but yeah, I, I did see the footage of when he broke his ankle. Ouch! Ouch. It. And the thing was, because they had multiple cameras on him, and he was jumping between rooftops, and he misgaged it slightly. And you see the cameras, like, right on his legs, and you see the foot just kind of bend backwards at oh this God. horrible angle. And he finishes the jump, gets up, and actually starts to run away. Now, he's limping, but he's actually running on a shattered ankle. It, it was... I, I know he's a whack job. I know we got the whole... Is he number three? Socio yeah, uh, the Scientologist and all that funky stuff there. But dude gives it all for his craft. I, you got to give Tom Cruise that. He will well, put himself into the role. Another thing I wanted to talk about in the movie world, because I like reading about new movies coming out and all that good stuff. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is he's, he's set to he's, he has a production company. Mm -hmm. You know who Ryan Reynolds is? Oh yeah, the actor. Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, so he's he's doing a movie. He's producing a movie. I don't know if he's going to be in it. Called Stoned Alone. And what do you think it's about? Uh, guy living in a glass house with a lot of rocks around him? No, it's a R-rated reimagination of Home Alone. <laughs> and I was thinking about it, and I go, you know what, this is the perfect thing to do now, is have the star be Macaulay Culkin. Right? Like, you could do, he's old enough, like, he's right at that age of... He could, uh, Yes. It's, it's kind of like how uh, Neil Patrick Harris made fun of himself in the uh, uh, Harold and Kumar movies. And, like, there, there, there's a lot of creative things you could do with this. Because Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are still around. They're still alive, yes. So you could totally have them be in a cameo role. That's a good idea. And I guess you, you do it as, like, a silly stoner flick, but still... With a heart. We're... Just add with a heart and you can get away yeah. with it. That's funny. Stoned alone. Yeah, I gotta look into that. You know how old Macaulay Culkin is right now? Gotta he, be in his twenties. No, he's 30. almost forty. What? Yes. I guess it would be, yes. wouldn't it? Yes. So Holy yeah, he's cow. thirty-seven years old. Oh my goodness. So there you go. There's that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Stoned alone. I'll keep an eye on I that. I just one. thought that was kind of funny. That is funny. I mean, Very funny. Is that something you would see? Not full price at the cinema. I'd wait for it to come on the yeah. free weekend HBO special. Well, you need to start getting into uh, Movie Pass because they're about to go away. I bet. I, there I, you I, go. I, I, they might be gone by the end of the year. I'm I think. still recovering from my uh, the the plenty is gone. It, it actually went away on my birthday. July 10th was the last day of plenty. Remember that 
points reward program of different places. Oh, really? Like Exxon and Chili's. That was the whole thing. It was like you could merge all your points into one. They went bye-bye. They, they, they cratered. American Express tried to put them together. They cratered on July 10th, and then like two days later in the mail I got from Exxon, now that Plenty's gone, we have our own rewards program. Sign up here. I so. don't know. we got to take a break. Okay. It's 1030 right here on Lone Star Community Radio. Morning's Lone Star. We'll be right back. Stick around. Wasting all my time. Because when you're standing all so near. A Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for summer internship opportunities, a Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to grab the mic and be on the air. A Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world all year round. Be an on-air personality, talk show producer, or YouTube TV podcast editor. Contact the station at info at irlonestar.com or call the station's message line at 936 647 3776. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. to provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Hello, 10.33 on the dot at the Mornings with Lone Star Studios with Dick and Skippy. We're in our final half hour. We'll talk for a while, take a break, come back and bring this puppy into the hangar for the weekend because we ain't going to be here tomorrow. That's right. 
No, Sorry, you're, folks. You're gonna be dickless tomorrow. It's Thursday, and you're gonna be skippyless. You're gonna lack that, lack that skip in your step. There you go. There we go. There you go. You know, I wanted to ask you about this because I don't really know too much of the history of the press pool, but it was, this week, somewhere along the lines, the CNN reporter was banned, or not banned. Disinvited. Disinvited. Basically, when she got to the door, like, sorry, your your credentials are no good here. Mm-hmm. And it was, what was it for? Uh, her like, rudeness. No, 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 I'm sorry. What was the event for? What, what was she trying to get into? Oh, a press, a press briefing. So, uh, it, so it was an actual official press briefing? I believe so, yeah. So that's kind of weird. But the... Because I know, she, the, I know that Every for, administration has always had the power to, to grant or deny press credentials or to... Yeah. But now, of course, it's it's Nazi Germany now. Well, what's strange to me about it is when it first happened, when I first saw that, I was like, man, they kicked out the press? So does that mean no one knows what happened? No. Does that make sense? And then I was like, no, actually, there was other people there, and they filmed it. So I was like, okay. And it made me wonder why there isn't rules set in place where, you know, if you're just shouting stuff, because apparently she was shouting things previously mm-hmm. at another event. Mm-hmm. And that's why I determined this lady just can't handle her cool. Yeah, and and I uh, see I see both sides of it. It's some members of the media, and I say journalists with quotation marks around them, feel that you know they just say oh First Amendment and they get away with with behavior that is completely unacceptable anywhere else in the universe, including this thing. You don't get to yell and scream things. She was and- banned from attending a public appearance by President Trump in the Rose Garden. Mm-hmm. That, so the was, Rose Garden's I on White House grounds. So. so I don't think that's the press pool. I don't think that was the press. Yeah, no, not not like the press briefing where you're in the in the room. That's what I'm saying. It was so now. Of course, we're suddenly living in Nazi Germany. No, that's not the case. President administrations every she, day. She, she was chastised by the administration officials for what they deemed inappropriate questions during a Oval Office photo opportunity earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. So. Is there a video of that of her doing it? Oh, oh yeah. If, if there's a press briefing, you you'll have it. <clears throat> and you got people like her, or Jim Acosta, who just think that you can scream and overtalk and grandstand with impunity. And there comes a point where people say, "No, not in my house, not not in my building, not in my presence." Do you get to get away with this behavior? Yeah. Well, man, because I've seen videos that kind of gone viral about some people yelling, and I'm like, man, dude, do they really ever expect? them to answer the question no it's grandstanding you know when i remember when acosta was screaming out uh where the president had just it was for mlk day i believe and the president had just recognized some african member african-american members of the community and acosta screams out mr president are you a racist yeah well i'm reading this article from the new york times and it says that they the White House said that they could add, um, add other CNN represent journalists were welcome to attend, just not her mm-hmm. specifically. Right. And that's the way it should be <clears throat> in any situation. If if you can't have civil discourse, I, I don't have to be on the receiving end of it. Yeah. Here's the thing. You have these, these people. So someone's eating dinner at a restaurant. <clears throat> these protesters come in and start yelling and screaming and and— have you noticed every time it's the person who's in there just eating who leaves? It's not the management kicking out the protesters saying you're messing up my business. Yeah. I think people are getting sick of that. It's like, no, you don't get to come in, break the law, or be inappropriate 
and I leave as a result. You need to leave as a result. And I think we're going to see a shift in that more and more as, as more people are getting emboldened with, oh, this last protest worked. We kicked this person out of this restaurant. Go to that one. I think sooner or later, businesses are going to go, no, you get out. And the administration will say, no, if you can't ask a question properly, if you can't be appropriate, you don't get asked the question. Yeah. So this is a non-story, you think? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the it's the media response to it that we're we're now being compared once again to Nazi Germany, which I think is just so offensive. Which is wonderful. No, it's so offensive. It's so wonderful. It is amazingly offensive. Nazi Germany, Hitler killed six million Jews, twelve million well, people. Well, died. I have a question for you: If there wasn't, if that never happened, Nazi Germany never happened, what would be the replacement for today's excuse? Stalin. I think so. Mm-hmm. Idiomine, Stalin. Well, I mean, it's just funny to me. Tsar like, Nicholas. And it's there were, and I think a lot of people miss this. Is that we're outside of this normal world. Like, what is normal for the press? And apparently, it's normal for them to ask questions after a photo op. But then I also think it's like, and this is one of those you always choose what side of the coin what benefits you. Is they say like, oh, this guy has no respect. He's not the president. The president's role should be held with respect and high esteem. But then you have people shouting these things in the Oval Office while they're trying to move something out. Like, there isn't, like, an official, I'm going to start taking questions. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It it's a just... free-for-all, and I think the needs to, you need to clamp down on that. And that's the problem is they've gotten away with it. You know the old adage, give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of yeah. milk. Uh, the White House press corps, and this is over many, several administrations, has gotten away with a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, another glass of milk, another cookie. And now this is free-for-all. And it's up to the administration or the press secretary at the very least to say, no, no more. And that's why uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is calling people out saying, no, I'm not. I've answered your question. You shut up. You sit down. I'm going to the next one. You don't get to overtalk me. You're the guest in my briefing. Yeah. <clears throat> I am doing you the favor by relaying that's information. really weird. Really weird. So, yeah. So it, it is an on story. <clears throat> it should be. But. It's being top of the headlines, so we can have another day of being compared to Nazi Germany. That's not, that's not, <coughs> but it is the average day, I guess, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's one more. I would love to drop a list, and I may do this over the weekend, of everything that's happened since January 1st of this year where it's been, we're going to die, or this is Armageddon, or this is a catastrophe, from net neutrality to ro- the red button on you know Kim Jong-un's desk to the Me Too movement, to Russian collusion, to everything that where everyday people say, oh, this is it, we're going to go to nuclear war or, or trade wars or net neutrality and find out where we are in all of them. Every day there's some new crisis that's being manufactured to keep the news relevant. The news has never been more, when I say relevant, and irrelevant at the same time, meaning they're bending over backwards to make sure to justify their existence by manufacturing crises ev- literally every single day. If it looks like it's going to be a slow news day, someone will come up with something. that'll blow- just. And I, I haven't seen it. I'm an old man, and I haven't seen it at these levels ever in my life. But, I mean, you think it's a boiling pot? There, there will come a turning point. There will come yeah. a point where people say enough. And I think it's starting to happen where people go into civility. It's ironically, is the White House going, no, you will be civil. You will not be screaming and shouting out stuff. You will ask appropriate questions. And it's not Nazism. It's it's called common courtesy. Period. End of subject. Um, Social media. 
as as more and more people are realizing, wait, I'm getting, he's getting targeted, but he, she's not, or he's getting away with that, or she's not, or, you, you know, a report just came out, uh, I think it was a Rasmussen report, that 97%, literally 97% of news coverage on the current administration's immigration policies was negative. 97% of the stories written about immigration were negative against the administration, who is guilty of enforcing the law, literally. That's, I keep on uh, saying, Yeah, but that whole story with the separating children and things like that, that was one of those weird stories to me because I thought that's what was normal. It is normal. It is. And but I know it sounds horrible. I know it's like people say like at the core it's inhumane, but like what do you think with happened? any crime being committed that's you what do I'm it like I, that's one thing I but don't it's really because get. Like, it's the current even administration if, even if you're a legal citizen here and you commit a crime mm-hmm. and you have children you're going to be separated yep like even if you're in, in you didn't post bail you're going to be separated mm-hmm. that to me is like I don't... anyone that brings a son, uh their child into an illegal situation and I don't care how desperate you are, because I can guarantee most muggings are done out of desperation. You know, most robberies are, I don't well, have... What happens if I'm a murder suspect? Well, if you're in San Francisco, you get let free. But, you know, here's the thing. San Bernardino, California, this news came out. If a waiter passes out plastic straws, it can be fined up to $1,000 in six months in jail. The same city, you can be an illegal immigrant who's murdered someone and still be released on your own recognizance. Yeah. Whatever. There you go. We got to take one more break, folks. Okay. We'll be back here on Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and IRLoneStar.com. Because when you're standing all so near, I kind of lose my mind. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 
4-H and Youth, and Family and Consumer Sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Lone Star Community Radio is ready for the summer. If you or anyone you know is looking for a summer internship, Lone Star Community Radio is a great place to learn the radio and TV business. Contact the station at info at IRLoneStar.com or call the station's message line at 936-647-3776. Lone Star Community Radio offers a great opportunity to those interested in learning about the radio world. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Hello, welcome back to our final segment today on Mornings of Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. He's Dick and I'm Skippy. It's 1047 a.m. Already hitting 90 degrees out there. It's going to be a hot sun. Reminder, we won't be on the air tomorrow. Sorry, guys. I, I know they're, they're... Wow. Can you hear the screaming and the wailing going on outside the windows? Word, word spreads fast. Wow. Word spread fast on that one. Uh, but we shall return next week. Can't get rid of us that easy. So 1047 on the dot. Any any headlines on, on your end, Dick? Of course not. I got naked headlines on my end. Yeah, those are my favorite. Go for it. Naked headlines. So... Uh, recently, naked man was found in a Tennessee McDonald's doing jumping jacks in the ladies' dressing room. Amazingly, oh, there's a ladies' dressing room. Uh, restroom. Sorry, I said dress. Uh, the theater nerd in me came, you know, kicked out. Uh, Wait, so theater people use dressing, dressing room. rooms as bathrooms? Yes, we just go in the sink. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, he was in the ladies' restroom doing jumping jacks whilst being butt naked. Now, amazingly. No one saw this coming. He's got previous uh, criminal history uh, for huffing. So it, wait, wait, it's illegal to huff. Apparently so. Well, not not huff and puff and blow your house down, but uh, huffing is apparently you take a like a can of whipped cream and you snort up the carbon monoxide in it. Okay. And that's uh, that's illegal. Apparently so. Okay. And it makes you go naked into a lady's rest, uh, restroom. And also the other day uh, a. At a Planet Fitness, a man decided to strip naked and do his workout butt naked, and now he's complaining because he says he felt he was, should have been in a judgment-free zone. So let's get naked properly, people. Not in McDonald's, not in a Planet Fitness, but elsewhere. Isn't there a naked community near here? Yeah. Did we, did we actually talk about yeah. that on the air? Yeah. There is a, a nudist colony nearby, only like 20 minutes away from the heart of the woodlands, that you want to be part of. 
Well, closing out today's show, I'll, I'll give you a nice little headline. Uh, apparently, there's a zoo in Egypt. They're accused of painting a donkey to look like a zebra. And I have a feeling that's happened more than once. What happened on Sh- uh, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, with Tanya Roberts, the movie from the 80s? She was supposed to ride a zebra, and they didn't have one, so they took a horse and they painted it black and white. I mean, you know, at first glance, do you think that's an issue? No. I mean, like, you, you would trick people, right? That would trick me. A zebra and a donkey are absolutely think, nothing. Alike. But I think if you were driving down the road and you look to your right and you see what looks like a zebra, you, you're like, that's a zebra. But was there malice behind the deception? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know if they're advertising, come see the new zebra at the Egypt Zoo. I have no idea. I just saw it. And I saw the picture, and it looks like a donkey. It's pretty funny. And, uh, Cute. No, it's just a great marketing thing, and it could backfire. I remember when uh, it was coming out, you know, the, the Stephen mm-hmm. King's hit, and they were tying red balloons to storm drains and freaking people out? Yeah. Yeah. That's really freaking. But we got we to close up today's show. Okay. And uh, I want to say a special thanks to Mark Cook of Green Zone Housing coming in and talking about container homes and helping out the homeless and all that stuff they're doing here in Montgomery County. What's the website for them? Greenzonehousing.com. Yeah. And then, uh, again, we won't be here tomorrow, but we'll be back next week. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, contact us online. At, just look us up on Facebook, Mornings with Lone Star. And, uh, yeah, enjoy your day. We have a full, uh, good lineup, full lineup of music and talk for the rest of the day here on Lone Star Community Radio, your Montgomery County Community Radio Station. Today's show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Sean? Dick. Good to see you. Good to see you always, man. And we will see everyone else later. Bye-bye.